You are about to experience Vegas bad boys of podcasting. Fortunately, you are about to hear lots of opinions. But, uh, rarely any facts. Impersonation might occur. But, uh, good luck trying to figure them out. This program is not intended for kids or the easily offended. Listener discretion is advised. You have been warned. You press play. It's too late to stop. Get ready to podcast. Hey everybody, it's Matt Michaels here with Simon Street and Sin City Steve on the Vegas Bad Boys of Podcasting. Today we are joined by guest panelists, the franchise player, Bad Blood, BJ Darden of the Roundtable Pro Wrestling Podcast. What's up, BJ? How you doing? What is up, my guys? What is up? And uh, we're going to get into uh, this week in wrestling this past week uh, right away with uh, our... uh, Four ways. All right, I'll go to you, Sin City Steve. Uh, what you got going on this week? All right, so Orange Cassidy is still your AEW International Champion after defeating Storm Strickland to kick off Dynamite this week. Uh, it was a 16-minute match, really, really solid. Uh, you can say what you will about Cassidy and his antics and his gimmick. But he has had the best title reign in all of AEW since he won that title. Um, There were a couple of times in the match that, quite frankly, I was fooled. I thought they were pulling the trigger and that Swerve was going to walk out with the gold. But that was not the case. Orange Cassidy hangs on. Swerve needs to get some gold, though. Uh, It's just a matter of time Mm -hmm. at this point. Um, Elsewhere... Chris Statlander is still your AEW TBS champion after defeating Anna Jay in her first title defense. If you will remember, she dethroned Jade Cargill at Double or Nothing. Uh, the crowd has been behind Statlander for quite some time, and uh, this was this was your standard first defense. Uh, Statlander picked up the win with the Tombstone Pile Driver, and uh, she continues to be extremely over with the crowd. So it was a good move to uh, to put the title on her for sure. Um, yeah, <laughs> fabulous move. I don't know, Jade um, Cardell. Jade Card, Jade is uh, she's she's Lash Legend, right? With <laughs> <laughs> skill, yeah, with, with a little more skill, but she has just a little more skill. She yeah. should be in an NXT situation, you know. That's 100%. the problem. The problem didn't is- she turn NXT down? Yeah. Probably yes. because well, it's because, because they hyped her. They 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 blew smoke up her ass at AEW, so she thinks she's top shelf. Well, that's only in your pool. Smoke well, up her ass. She's money. also taking some time away from the promotion. Um, so sure. I'm I'm from what I've read, uh, she's dealing with some family stuff, but also she's gonna be hitting the ring and actually getting her bumps in, trying awesome. to do some stuff training wise that. Quite frankly, they don't have the capability to do because they don't have a performance center. They don't have a machine backing everything. Um, but they're so, a billion dollar family, and they. Can't I'm fucking, fucking well me. aware of that, bro. Well, well boys, 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 boys. Focusing strictly on training. <clears throat> boys, boys, let's not go in to AEW and why it sucks. We've done that for five other shows. Let's just keep going. 
Wait, 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 wait. Hold on, hold on. Let's, let's go to let's go so, to BJ here. BJ. So, so AEW sucks. Let me let me let me reiterate here. As the only professional wrestler on this panel, let me fucking put it out there for you. AEW is a promotion built by wrestlers for wrestlers. It is a promotion that actually cares about what the fans give a fuck about. It's a promotion that maybe the booker doesn't book the show the way it should be booked. And trust me, if you watch the Roundtable Person podcast, we sh- we are the type of people that will shit on a show if it sucks. I'm not going to sugarcoat nothing because I'm related to the Bucks. None of that bullshit. If the show sucks, it sucks. If it's great, it's great. And I will tell you, 75% of what I see from AEW is a lot better than what I see from WWE. Thank you. And I'll give you three reasons why. One, more than one storyline is headlining all the shows. Two, your world champion actually fucking defends the title. And three. Wait, 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 wait. MJF defends the title, my ass. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Before you go there, three, all the champions, all the champions in AEW have defended their titles more in one year than Roman has in the two plus years he's been champion. Okay, Roman is, Roman is a, a, a is, is is Hulk is the Hulk Hogan of the new millennia. Remember Hogan defending his title once every like fucking three five months. But remember that whole thirty day rule? You got to defend your championship within thirty days. You get stripped. Where the fuck is that? You got Roman Reigns as your unit, your undisputed universal champion, but you got a world champion on another television show. So that undisputed shit is out the fucking door. Then you got you got the brand split. Hey, you know what, Steve? You're not going to be allowed to go to Raw. You know what, Matt? You're not going to be allowed to go to SmackDown. But you're going to compete for the Raw World Championship on SmackDown. Where's your fucking brand split? These guys can't keep their shit together. It's fucking ridiculous. I will shit on Raw. I will shit on AEW if I don't like the product. It's not that the product suck. It's that segment suck. And the reason why Raw is so Raw, Raw and SmackDown sucks so much is because you got let's say seventy five wrestlers in the in the company, but you're focusing on four fucking people on two shows. Look at your AEW is the same fucking thing. How? Explain. Explain. Uh, I could disagree with that one because because I I I, no I have to disagree, Michaels, because I have to I have to damn near get a notepad if I miss a fucking week on AEW. There's some new shit be popping weekly, and I'd be like, okay, where the fuck did this start at? So so a new jobber gets brought in for no fucking reason. Oh, this ain't no new jobber, bro. Come on, man. Come on now. Better than this. I I get what he's saying. I get so let's say Vikingo, right? You're saying, oh, Vikingo comes in, he doesn't have a video package or anything like that. Vikingo's an international fucking star. You don't need a video package for him. Who the fuck is Vikingo? Vikingo is the fucking AAA mega champion as someone who's, who wrestles around the country. What the fuck I know who Vikingo is. And you know what? And you know what, Michaels? He blew he blew your fucking socks off whenever that motherfucker was doing shit you ain't seen in a while. Exactly. And you didn't know him. But AEW can't do that with everybody. Am I not lying, guys? AEW can't do that with everybody. They can't. They can't. And they try. They try. But WWE, here's the thing about AEW. AEW brings in and builds new stars. 
So we got stars. Build new tomorrow. stars. Yes. Get the fuck out Jay of here. Cargill. Jay Cargill's a new star. Okay. All right. Simon Street, go ahead. Oh, oh, oh. It's your time. Go. Go. Let's be Look. real about it. They built her from the bottom up. No one knew who the fuck Jay Cargill was. Right? And no, no one knew who the fuck she was. AEW built her up to this fucking star, right? Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Bianca Belair, who has a fucking national commercials, and you know who the fuck she is? That's a star. Jade Cargill, who the fuck is she? Wow. Jade Cargill. Well, well you know who was a star? You know who was a star on AEW? And I was actually impressed because the back and forth banter for the promo was MJF and Adam Cole. Mm-hmm. Normally, when it goes longer than fucking eight minutes, I'm sitting there like, okay, isn't guys, the, get to the fucking the point. Same guy that WWE was going to shave his head bald and make him Keith Lee's manager. This is true. This is very true. Wow. But, but on this night, I will be honest with you, the two were actually evenly balanced. It looked like they put some thought into mm-hmm. what they what the promo was supposed to be about, and I enjoyed it. For a match that I wasn't going to be invested in, I became invested. And so just off of that, I will give them their props. They did the job because, again, I'm not a regular person that watches AEW all the time. I'm starting to get back into it, but I go on waves. So the fact that they lured me back in, they did their job. Now, another thing right there is good. That's very fucking good. Yeah, the MJF title defense was fucking phenomenal on that show. You as a person that sucks and sucks it in, you know, you as a person that that watches this, that sucked you back into a product that is fresh. Not something that's stale as fuck because, hey, where, I wonder if we're going to see Roman Reigns this week. We're going to defense for Roman Reigns? Oh, shit, wait. He's going he's gonna to come and he's going to do a, a proclamation this week. Oh, wait a minute. Oh, wait. wait why is Paul Heyman? The, oh, we're going to see the Usos fight each other again. Yeah, oh, this should draws three million fucking people. So, but you know what, guys? But you, hey, hey, guys, 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 decorum, a little decorum. You know what, what was not stale from WWE? Okay, Kevin Owens and Gunther. That was fucking we amazing. Need that. We, need we need more that. of that. We need more of that, even to the point to where I wish in a world of smart booking and smart mark world that a lot of people, sometimes we all go there. Even you, Michaels, you go there. I was like, I wish he's not the fucking uh, holding these tag belts so we could just fucking have him go against the Incontinental Champion. Because that, that match was fucking, fucking fire. Man. It that was fucking fire. amazing. Now, you know, the good, the another... Thing about that is they didn't want... They didn't want either one of those people to, to, to job. It was such no. a pure, beautiful match that the way it ended, chef's kiss. It had to end that way. It had to. And end you know what? Way. Both of them sold very well mm-hmm. on both ends. You could really, and it was realistic selling, which is the great okay. thing. When you have people that realistically sell, it's, it's, it's the continuity that we need in this business. Mm-hmm. And that's just from my a fan standpoint. You know, another match that was really, really good, we're going to jump back over to AEW, was, you know what? I'm going to be completely honest with you. I see a trend here, Sin City. Every AEW Dynamite, there has to be a little blood sport. So Simon Street's going to tell you about the blood sport that I saw. Let's go, Simon. <laughs> of a jungle boy, Jack Perry, Hook, and Preston Vance and Dracalisco. Oh, my freaking gosh. When your boy jumped off the top and hit him with the chain. Now, I know that that chain was not what started the blood, but I'm just saying. The blood dripping down from him. I thought I was watching anime for a second. I thought there was a blood <laughs> sacrifice. I heard a deep-ass voice say, You have now given tribute to the AEW gods. <laughs> we will so, now deposit four pounds of cocaine has, over has to AEW. Where has Preston Vance been? 
Why do I, I don't know where he's been, but I know where his blood went all over Hook. Who fucking cares? <laughs> but who fucking and, and cares? You're right. Why you're right. But here's the thing. Fucking match. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. You're right when we didn't really know about him. Most people don't know about him. But I bet you after that match, they would have looked up that name. Oh, yeah. But because I'm telling you right stars. now. But hold they on. Build stars. They, he's a star, isn't he? Okay, but that's fine. There's more than one way to build a star. Sometimes a star can happen accidentally. And yeah, I'm not I saying thought, that he's no, a star. Well, I thought he was a star because according uh, to BJ, the company builds stars. Where the fuck is this guy if they're building stars? You know what well, he's doing? Nothing. Well, right now, I hope he has a couple band-aids and some stitches and shit, because the motherfucker bled more than four virgins on getting their first period. Fuck, man. That was a lot more blood than, than what AEW usually does. Am I lying, guys, who watch it all the time? That was a lot. Now, last but not least, and I'll shut the hell up for this segment. I was very excited, and Sin City had illuminated, because I don't watch Rampage. I don't watch Rampage, okay? But I didn't get a chance to watch the last week before I finally got a chance to see my boy Zack Sabre Jr. versus Action Andretti. It was a good match. I was super excited. Uh, if he is on Rampage, I might actually watch Rampage just for that match. To start with, maybe if Rampage can do some upgrades, maybe get Beyonce on the show and upgrade him, I might watch a little bit more. But we know that's not going to happen, but I will watch for Zack Sabre Jr. So now, let, me, I'm gonna let, me, let me say this before. <laughs> let me say this about that. Mm -hmm. WWE. They are a multi-billion-dollar conglomerate. They've been around for fucking God knows how long, right? The, the WWE is like the pinnacle of, of sports entertainment. I will give you that. But the WWE is not wrestling. The WWE, even people who work in the WWE, and trust me, I know a lot of people that work there say it's like working in a movie theater, a, mo a movie studio, yeah. instead of wrestling. Now, there are people who like that because for decades you've been it's been ingrained in you. It's like you've been programmed to like you've been programmed to know you gotta watch Monday Night Raw. You've been programmed to know you gotta watch SmackDown. You've been programmed to yay and boo. Yeah, you know, you've been like, yay, yay. You're programmed for that. Like that's what you like your whole existence, you've been programmed for that. And then it's like, oh shit, there's something new. Think about it like this. Every Friday night, you and your wife or your girlfriend, whatever, whatnot, you go to fucking you go to the movies. You go to McDonald's afterwards. You go to Starbucks. You go home. This is your routine every Friday night. It's ingrained in you for decades. You've been doing this every Friday night. And then someone says, hey, there's an In-N-Out over here, bro. Try that. Then you go over there, you're like, fuck, I love this In-N-Out burger now. Now your whole routine has changed up. People love the, the way wrestling is going to work and this, the way it's going to keep building and growing is if you find something new. When there's no competition, it's boring as fuck. You get the same shit rotating over and over and over again. You know, to, to quote Roman Reigns, it's like missionary over and over again. Nobody likes that mm -hmm. shit. Well, well I don't product. know. It all depends on how quick you come. If you True. come quick and it's a science, you might want to stick with it. True. Here's That's the, the problem, There, There is a very easy problem to solve, and that is do not assume that everyone knows who these fucking people are. Because you do, BJ. You do, Steve. Simon, you act like you do on a Ooh, lot of them, but some of them you shots. don't. Okay. It's true, though, right? You don't know some of these guys when they come out. Who the fuck is this person? But I'm honest and I say it. I mean, damn, you make it seem like I'm just out here lying and shit. Damn. No, it's I agree with you, man. Take. It's a take on what they do. Mm. 
They don't know how to fucking establish the wrestler. No one said anything about the actual wrestling. That's the problem. The problem is, is that you have a guy running a company who doesn't know what the fuck he's doing to make the company better for a bigger audience. Do that. Introduce more people to the product than sitting on your fucking ass and thinking you're doing a great job because these kiss asses around you are telling you so. Well, you know what I will add to that is it sounds like AEW still has some works to do. And we've talked about that before. Absolutely. But you know what? But, they definitely but you know what? I can't knock Tony Khan on one thing out of a million things that I strike him wrong. At least he's out there taking chances. Exactly. And he's taking chances Absolutely. as much as he can. Because if you're cutting a check, by all means, risk your neck. Mm-hmm. And then that goes, I'm sure you go do the same thing for you, BJ. Right? When you're cutting the check, you're going to risk your neck. Now, something that NXT did, and I want to highlight real quick, that they're taking not a risk, and some of us feel great about this. They didn't go with a safe bet, and that had to do with the number one women's uh, uh, NXT contenders match. I am happy that Thea Hale won, but that would have not been the safe bet. So, again, that's a risk, and we'll have to see where that plays out. I think that's one thing that we don't talk about enough in our business. When you do taste the, take the risk, you're rolling the dice every time, whether it's a smaller promotion or a bigger promotion. But can you recover if you make the mistake? Do you have the awareness to say, OK, I didn't make too many risks. Let me back off a little bit. Go for what works. Is that not fair to say? Yeah, as long as as long as the person doesn't make too many risks and not pull back when they don't do the right things. See, there, there's this, there's this huge thing of WWE is right, AEW is right, and if you don't like one, you don't like the other. It's fucking Republicans and Democrats, yep. right? It's, it's the fucking San Francisco Giants and the the uh, the LA Dodgers, right? Oh, I got one. It's Not Pepsi or Coke. It's <laughs> right? Pepsi or Coke, and no one oh, likes dude. RC. <laughs> Fuck, I love RC. I man. love RC. Yeah. You know, I like Shasta. You like Shasta? That shit's on point. <laughs> and then you got weird fuckers like me that doesn't like any of it. Hey, I put you over there drinking that core water. I got that core out, man. My yeah, that's that's, new, that that's new fucking Japan right there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well played. But that's it. That's the difference. The difference is, is that if you want to shit all over things, you can shit all over things, no problem. The truth of the matter is, is that both companies have flaws. It's just that one company knows how to present something that if I don't tune in for three months, I can fucking tune in and pick up what the fuck is going on. But you said it, Simon. If Zack Sabre Jr. was on Rampage, you'd watch it. Is Zack Sabre Jr. an AEW wrestler? Actually, he is. Is he? Is he not now? Oh, okay, okay. Well, no, he's so, not so, officially. So I, I get where you're going with this, Matt. I get where you're going with it. But let me tell you, let me let me put this out to you, too. You can watch the same WWE guys week after week after week have the same fucking matches over and over again, and you get stale. Now, oh, my God. I get to watch Zack Sabre Jr. versus Action Andretti, a fucking relative nobody who came and beat Jericho, a former WWE guy. He beat Jericho, and now he's elevated. Jericho was elevated this young kid, and no one on the Indies even fucking knew who he was. Now but he's, does a anyone, he's on TV. But does anyone outside of you guys 
know who that guy yeah, is. Yeah, that's the thing. People are see, I you're 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 trying to you're trying to you talked about tribalism in a sense, you're saying AW is shit because they don't have mainstream WWE style stars. I'm talking well, about the fact that if I tune into Dynamite, mm-hmm. right? Do I see him? Do I see action? Yeah. What's his, Andrade? Yeah. Do I? Yeah. You'll see you may not see him on, on a weekly basis, you but see you'll him see him, him eventually. Week, that's my problem. There's, oh, I get there's, what you're saying. You don't see these guys enough to continue to grow and understand who these guys are. So let me ask you a question. Let, no, no, no. You make an excellent point. Okay. You won't see him every dynamite every week. All right. So Do if you this was your Roman show. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. That's that's a whole nother thing. I've seen Bigfoot more than I've seen Roman in the last couple of months. I that's a whole other story. I've seen Bigfoot more than I've seen Roman. <laughs> but you know what I am saying is, is the one thing that we teased the shit out of Tony Khan, he's trying to create other shows. Now, if after collision, okay, we look up to, let's, let's just be honest, two months from now, maybe three, and we still don't see Andretti, then yeah, let's have something to talk about. Mm-hmm. Do you see what I'm saying? Because now you you now have expanded your shows, yeah, more television and, and time opportunity. Main, and what's the main event for Collision right off the bat? Right? I don't know. CM Punk and God. CM Punk and I don't know against Bullet Club, Gold, and Samoa Joe. <laughs> right. So, so yeah. Perfect. Okay. Perfect, perfect example. Samoa Joe. Right. He's your Ring of Honor television champion. Do we ever see him? Outside of once in a blue moon, no, okay. I sure do. Cool. Yeah, yeah, twisted metal, sweet tooth, twisted metal, sweet tooth. Have you not seen that? Okay, maybe. <laughs> okay, so you're already knocking the fact that yes, they're creating a new show, but that it's not enough Samoa Joe for you. Okay, so evidently we want Samoa Joe on five segments on the show, just like on the other show where they have the Samoan Dynasty that covers the entire fucking show. Exactly. I would like exactly. if. If he's a fucking champion, all right, and you know that you're complaining about Roman and not defending titles, et cetera, et cetera, first of all, cut back the fucking championships. Second of all, don't fucking on one show do everyone else's titles, all right? Focus on your fucking titles. The great part is that uh, championship uh, Saturday, that uh, that thing where they had the four matches with four champions not in AEW, that actually wasn't a Tony Khan thing. It was somebody that you probably really respect in the business named Brian Danielson. So, yeah, yeah that's that's kind of interesting. Championship you know, it's Saturday, interesting that y'all I'm talking about up. Rampage that just happened, what? Correct, two, two correct. Yeah, yeah, they, they, the, the night that they had the four title defenses on there, that none of which were AEW. Yeah, that was that was the Brian Danielson idea. But can we go with that real quick? Think, because because so hold on, ridiculous idea. Okay, cool. And you're entitled. But can to we opinion. take that one note? Can we take that one note? I'll air out my dirty laundry to where I was really bitching and complaining about that, and I didn't like that. However, look at what they're doing now. That, that that's not what they're going to be doing moving forward. They're making these these extra shows. They're finding a way to spread out the talent. They're finding a way to spread out these title defenses. Because, man, I felt like I was fucking having superhero fatigue. So many goddamn title defenses in, in one goddamn night. So, I mean, again, I will give Tony Khan shit in the high water mm-hmm. 100%. But I am saying at least he's doing something to where I have to a little bit shut the fuck up. And that's the thing that everybody fucking talks about. Like, everyone's like, oh, Tony Khan's such a horrible booker because of this. Tony Khan's such a horrible booker because of that. Tony Khan's giving everybody fucking... 
fucking uh, action. He's giving everybody an opportunity to be seen on fucking television. Ring of Honor, fucking uh, um, Ring of Honor. You got fucking Collision. You got Rampage. You got AEW Dynamite. These guys are getting work. Now guys are starting to work. Young guys, old guys, WWE vets. They're all getting their fucking opportunity. So that's that. There you go. All right, that's that's it. Shut the fuck up, Simon. I saw you about to say something. <laughs> no, I was actually going to say, let's go to the next segment. Because I looked segment, at the time. Yeah. I'm like, we haven't even gone to the second segment. Motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> I love this debate shit, man. All right, there we go. Steve, what's too sweet for this week? <laughs> well, let's go ahead and uh, just start with who better to get a two sweet for the week than Switchblade Jay White and Ricky mm-hmm. Starks? These these guys went out. They had a main event match on Dynamite that was truly a main event match. It was um, it was it was great stuff from both of these guys. But then you had the uh, the little twist ending with uh, the guns of all people mm-hmm. making the uh, the run in and the interference. So the guns in Bullet Club Gold. Okay. I, I can get behind that, especially because, if you will, and I'm not I'm not saying that they're going to end up like this. I'm just saying that this is a parallel. You take two guys that are in a faction. They're on an upward trajectory. Then you take a younger tag team. You throw them into the same faction. Huh, it's almost like as if that worked for their dad, Billy Gunn, in another promotion <laughs> in the late mm. 90s. Suck it. I'm, I'm just saying, I'm just saying, maybe they're just searching and trying to capture lightning in a bottle, but I'm hoping that it works. Um, elsewhere, you did mention, Simon, the MJF and Adam Cole promo. Um, it was it was fucking great. Um, and I did love the fact, too, that uh, MJF used some of Cole's own words against him that he used in a promo against Karrion Cross of all people. And uh, yeah, it was it was it was a uh, thing of beauty. And yeah, next week we're getting an eliminator match. So in case you're not aware of what that means, basically Adam Cole has to beat MJF to get a title shot. Now, while I would love to see that happen, something in the back of my mind just tells me that Chris Jericho is going to show up next week and cost Adam Cole that match. The whole thing about Chris Jericho not being allowed or. Adam Cole not being allowed in the building with Chris Jericho. That's so fucking beautiful. Because if you think about this, this is almost Brian Pillman, Stone Cold Steve Austin. Mm-hmm. Like, Adam Cole's going to go to fucking Jericho's house and break into some shit. Like, I'm waiting <laughs> to see some of that action right there. Um, so you're going to have a loaded bang. gun? Yeah, well, yeah. Bang. It's going to say bang. You know, the, the, the interaction with MJF, though, I love. MJF is such a pure fucking heel. Yes. He is such a heel. Towards like he doesn't know where MJF, the real MJF, ends and the gimmick begins. That guy is like Roddy Piper. You don't know when or where he is mm-hmm. always on. I love it. I love the fact that he's making himself a marquee player. He's making himself the AEW version of Roman, but he shows up. Like he, and, he, and he, he, 
He also uh, 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 touts most of WWE more than the shit he does at AEW. Yes, yes. I feel like, man, you said more shit about WWE. It's so funny. Like, he uses such heel heat. And it's not like, like, as a wrestler, we have, like, go away heat. We have, you know, cheap heat. This guy uses, like, I want to fucking kill you heat. Like, he's the kind of guy that you want to catch at the end of the night in the parking lot. Shut Mm -hmm. up. What'd you say about my mama? Exactly. It's such great Debo ass heat. Like that's my bike punk. Like I love it. He's such a he's such a classic chicken shit heel. He can actually fucking work. I mean, yeah, it'd be nice to see him work. Remember the pro? Remember the promo he did against uh, Darby Allen? He's like, I'm gonna beat you with a headlock takeover. And this last the fatal four way oh, match, where he went with a fucking headlock Damn takeover. Man. I was like, such a classic asshole heel. Perfect. When we're going to see him work, he's worked more than Roman Reigns has this year, that's for sure. He's been on TV more. He's actually done shit. He's, he's been on TV. Good. So he shows up and he gives 20-minute promos. You and said he works. He well, well Roman he can't give no 20-minute promo. Oh, oh, oh. He can't he do that. He gives a 20-minute promo. I get it. it takes <laughs> Roman, Roman can't do that. Minutes. It takes Roman 30 minutes to get to the fucking ring, so let's go there. <laughs> I think yeah, only man. The Rock can do 20-minute promos about yeah. nothing with a guitar, and we're all, like, fucking hooked. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, and, and yeah. The, the idea is you said he defends the title. He does not defend the title. I've seen, I've seen defend him defend the title on, on four, times, four times this year. He's defended the title four times this year. He's wrestled on TV. He just had a match last week on TV. He's going to have one this coming week on t- free TV. When's the last time Roman wrestled on free TV? I'll wait. I don't know. When's the last time you paid fifty dollars for a pay per view with the WWE? So you yeah, know, I, I have. If I, you want to argue free TV versus pay per view prices, <laughs> <laughs> well, well, you know, that's that's a whole different story about. Yeah, we'll, we'll have yeah, another. We'll, we'll into that. <laughs> that's another segment. <laughs> so. Right, yeah, uh, I'm not going to go too much into it because I know we all going to jump in on this one. Uh, Raw had another marquee type of match other than Kevin Owens and Gunther, and that was Seth Rollins, Damian Priest. We talked about it on this show quite a few times, how Damian Priest uh, is is ready. And he is ready. I mean, even just in the beginning with him and um, Finn and him saying, no, it's cool. Again, just comfortable. And and my big thing for me is when I'm looking for buildup, I'm looking for comfortability. And then mm-hmm. if you got what you what you can in the ring, for me, that's the complete, right? And that's exactly what we saw, man. And Seth Rollins, don't get me wrong. If you're in a match with Seth, fire, right? But Damien actually held his own in a way to where it wasn't a Seth Rollins building you up. Like we see sometimes. We saw Damien Priest show. This is Damien Priest match. And, and, and that's what I took from that match. And I thought it was amazing, um, even though, you know, obviously it didn't work out the way it did. Um, it, it, shout out for both competitors. I want to see more of this. You know, I mean, uh, I know we're going to get a we're going to run back with Damian Priest in some way, shape or fashion. I don't know what it's going to be, uh, but for sure that that's got to happen. So that's what I was going to say. That's my two sweet for the week on that. There you go. PJ, you have any any uh, anything that stood out any match? That right there was the match I was going to talk about. I will tell you, when Damian Priest fucking wrestled Bad Bunny, I, I was like, me personally, watching the doing the watch along, the whole build up, I'm like, this is going to be a bullshit match. 
Mm-hmm. This is gonna be fucking horrible. Why are they doing? Why are they doing this? I'm gonna watch the match. Remember Roman versus um, Jake Paul or Logan Paul, whichever it is. Logan. I shell over that match before it even happened. I was like, this is gonna be fucking horrible. You should be fucking ashamed as a professional wrestler. You should be ashamed of yourself when an outside entertainer comes in and has a better match than you. Absolutely. But Damian Priest is a fucking star. He is. After that match, he carried Bad Bunny to a fucking five-star match. That match was so good, I was like, put the belt on him right fucking now. That world championship. You know, not even just that. Right now. You, you, you're exactly right. Not even just that. Like, my son is a big Bad Bunny fan. Now, he's a Mayweather uh, wrestling fan. But he sat in to watch that match. Mm-hmm. It was really like like the next, the following Monday, is Bad Bunny going to be on? I said, no, nah, motherfucker, he ain't going to be on. Take your ass to bed. <laughs> <laughs> but it shows mm-hmm. what that match did for someone who doesn't normally watch the product. And if and not just my son, but there's probably tons of people that watched that event for Bad Bunny who are Bad Bunny fans that don't even watch wrestling. And they got a hell of a show and not a snooze. Mm-hmm. I mean, not the Snoop Dogg, you know, I mean, not the you know, Snoop Dogg. Oh, that, oh, that was horrible. <laughs> you, you mean when Shane, like, fucked himself like that? That must Bro. run in the family and shit. Yeah. Y'all really, like, like I was like, damn, the, the sins of the father pass on to the son. Real quick. I feel bad for Shane's kids. Like, please don't let that fucking shit happen to them. God damn. I wouldn't even want to get in the ring. Bro. <laughs> But yeah, I mean that that that's my too sweet man because that yep. Damian Priest is a fucking star to make, and they're turning him face, which is gonna be even better. I hope, I hope he's like a Kevin Nash face, a Scott yeah. Hall face, not like a hi, let me shake your head, kids. No, like you know, like give advice that, and shit, right? Yeah, let him be that cool yeah. ass guy. That's not, I mean, not the Archer of Infamy or the, you know. Or the one that said, we're going to get you these contracts, these guaranteed contracts in TNA. Yeah, not these fucking guys from, like he was NXT, you know, having a party. But let him be a badass fucking face, you know what I mean? And I I see, if he doesn't win a world championship, or if he doesn't win the United States, whatever. If he doesn't win a belt by the end of this year, WWE dropped the fucking ball with this guy. There you go. Uh, we're gonna get to a look at Simon. What are you looking out for? Uh, I thought we were doing what the f. We're going to a lookout because oh. what the f is going on with? Well, this I'm combining thing. both. Then, all right. So, anyways, my lookout is AEW Forbidden Door, and boy, is it gonna be a guilty pleasure because you know I am actually getting excited. Kenny Omega, Will Ospreay for the IWGP United States Championship. That's gonna be fire. Then you got Danielson versus Okada. That alone sells itself. I don't even need a fucking promo package from AEW, although that was a good one, too. Once in a lifetime wrestler. I love it. Um, and then also, too, man, a little bit of what happened on, on SmackDown. You know, Asuka got that new belt, and then, you know, Flair came in. Well, I tell you what, man, she looked good when she do the all lacy shit. It doesn't look good with Seth Rollins, but when she does it, it looks really, really fucking good, man. I got to be honest with you. You know, uh, but anyway, she walked out there. If you notice, she said repeatedly, she told Adam Pierce, you're going to put that title yeah. on me. The old title, not the new title. She said the old title. So I want to see what the fuck happens. And yes, for my W T fuck F, 
Man, Amanda Nunes. Shout out to her. I know we don't talk about UFC. Boom. Fucking fucking beat the shout out, but nobody put her hands on her. I thought she was gonna kiss everything. She said, yeah. I'm retired. So shout out to her. Great. When, when you she retire off the top, you get you get <laughs> Simon Street's official. And yes, I thought about it. Yep. If yeah, she she'll, joined she'll the rest of the fucking badass yeah. baddies, can you think of fucking uh uh her ass with fucking Ronda Rousey and Shayna Baszler? They just should just no, you know what they should call them? They should call them break. <laughs> break because something's ass. gonna get broken between all them bad bitches. Break. Mm. All right, I'm done. I like it. <laughs> uh, <Sin> City. <laughs> so all right. So there's actually been an angle going on with Karen Jarrett and Aubrey fucking Edwards. I'm done. <laughs> I'm gonna beat your ass. I'm to talk about it. If I don't, then I don't have credibility, right? So I'm shutting yeah, the fuck up. I'm hitting Aubrey you. Aubrey Edwards is a referee. Okay. They've gotten in each other's faces. Karen Jarrett broke a guitar over her head at double or nothing. Anyway, this week on Rampage, it was announced that there's going to be a six person tag team match. Jay Lethal, Jeff, and Karen Jarrett. Oh my God. I can't believe I'm about ready to say this. Versus Mark Briscoe, Aubrey Edwards, and Papa Briscoe. What? The utter actual fuck is this shit? Okay, Tony oh Khan. My God. Um, elsewhere, uh, newsflash, guys. Sky Blue actually won a match on AEW TV this week. What the fuck? Uh, it, of course, it was a four-way match that she uh, didn't really do too much for, and um, she just so happens to get a women's world title match out of it. Great. Gotta love that. Uh, yeah. It, 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 dude. Unreal. Yes, the closing image of Rampage was Sky Blue standing victorious in the ring. What the fuck? Oh, and uh, I, I wanted to talk about this, but it'll be a three-count topic. All I'm going to say is this. A world champion should never, ever take his title and defend it against someone in a developmental promotion. Period. Can't say too much else, but yeah, stay tuned for three-count. It's oh, going to be fuck, fun. Yeah. Uh, what okay. are you looking out for, Steve? Um, looking out for the inevitable Jack Perry heel turn on Hook. Uh, the oh cinematography from that, it, it, dude. They they they've been teasing it with the camera angles. Yeah, it, J- Jack Perry needs a gimmick change. He needs a gimmick change, fucking badly. And what better way to do it than to have him turn heel on somebody that everyone seemingly loves in Hook? Um. And elsewhere, you know, we talked about the uh, the main event for AEW Collision. Um, yeah, it's uh, we'll see how that goes. Dynamite this week should be fucking fire, though. You got the six man Mox, Claudio, and Yuta versus Paige and the Bucks. Uh, you also have that Eliminator match between MJF and Adam Cole. So, looking definitely looking forward to Dynamite this week. There we go, PJ. Anything you looking out for? I'm looking out for Aubrey Edwards to get the shit stomped out of her because I fucking hate her. Uh, and this is not like a, I hate her from television. I hate her from real life. Yeah. She's a referee up here in Oregon, <clears throat> in Washington. She used to call herself Girl Hebner. She was the person, yes, I'm, yes, Steve, Girl Hebner. She literally was like, I'm the, I'm the senior referee, and what I say goes, she put herself in the middle of matches and she worked her own spots. Referees should not have spots. In a fucking match, Aubrey Edwards puts her in. If you watch my podcast, you know I shit on Aubrey like a man shit in his ass on paper all day long. She puts herself above everybody else. 
even my girl who doesn't even watch the shit was like, why is she posing in the fucking corner like she's in a Vogue magazine? Why does she keep interjecting herself in this shit? Referees are supposed to be in the ring as a third person. You're not over. You're not supposed to overshadow the fucking matches. The wrestlers, the referees, ring announcers. She is the epitome of a fucking glory hound. And I, when, Jim, when Karen Jerry hit her ass in that guitar, I fucking was over the moon with excitement. But so, you know, you know, that's, that's not her name, right, BJ? Yeah. That's not her name. Her oh, no. her name is her name is Super Saiyan Three. Oh, the shit. Karen. She's the first iteration of Karen. Yeah, she's she's the first generation of bitch. That's what she is. Um, <laughs> she's the reason for the word so, bitch. So, ladies and gentlemen, I will say this: these, these my my comments do not reflect those of the Vegas Bad Boy Podcast, or <laughs> they, they're they're mine and mine only. Um, no, no, she's she, no, no, no. She a bitch. She a she's bitch. Horrible. Come find me. She yeah yeah she's she, horrible. She's, She's awful, and this has been a problem for a long time. And this is one of the problems. She's in the fucking game as a playable character, right? And this is one of the problems of what you said earlier, and that's very simple. Some of the wrestlers, some of the talent, some of the refs, some of the whatever you want to call it, they have too much ear of your owner, and he doesn't want to offend people because he needs friends. Aubrey played that motherfucker like a violin and she's got him in his fucking pocket because now she's in a match. Who fucking cares? She's awful. I agree. And uh, good for her. I can't stand her. If she was on fire, I would not piss on her to put her out. There you go. Real shit. Aubrey, you know where I am. You got my phone number. You don't like what I have to say? Text me. Or text us. We'll we'll take the heat on that too. I don't mind. No, she ain't pissing on me. It's <laughs> <laughs> a whole different time. showers right? here. Yeah. And I don't want Jeff Jarrett being a cuckle either. All right, let's continue on. <clears throat> All right, best in show, uh, BJ. What was uh, your uh, your favorite, uh, you know, all around show this week? My favorite all around segment or whatever in the show. Yep. Billy Gunn and the Acclaim. That fucking rap, dude. <laughs> Simple fact <laughs> that he said y'all can't beat us because it's Gay Pride Month. I was like, I'm done. <laughs> Max Caster. Round of applause, dude. <laughs> All right, uh, Simon Street, what's your uh, what's your best in show this week? You know, I'm gonna give uh, Raw the slight edge over AEW Dynamite, literally slight edge, and that's because, again, like I said, those two big they could have been double main event matches were were fire, uh, Gunther and Owens, and then uh, Damian Priest and Seth Rollins, uh, but. Man, AEW is pulling no punches going into Forbidden Door. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, they, they got some good momentum going in. All right, Steve. All right, man. Uh, as if it's no surprise, AEW Dynamite. However, SmackDown, I did enjoy it this week, even though, as always, it, it's the Bloodline show. But, um, yeah, it, yeah, Dynamite was great. I do have to give props to New Japan Pro Wrestling for Dominion last week. Uh, we didn't 
you know, use the normal format so I didn't get to shout it out. But seriously, use whatever uh, methods that you can. It's on New Japan World. Go and watch Dominion. It was a fucking great show. Use any methods that you can. I love that. I spent the weekend this last weekend down in New Japan Dojo in Los Angeles, and that was the time. Biggest bad boys of podcasting.